Thank you for tuning into Weathering the Storm podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. That's scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, our goal is to help us weather the storms of life by looking to and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. Here is your host, Drew Suttles. Welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles. I'm so grateful that you have uh, come back and you're listening today. I appreciate all of our listeners, and if you've been with us uh, from from day one, I appreciate you. But if today's your your very first episode, I appreciate you as well. And just so very thankful for this opportunity uh, to spend time in the Word of God and to share some thoughts with you. So again, I appreciate you stopping by today and listening to this podcast. I do want to take this moment to remind you that Weathering the Storm has joined the Scattered Abroad Network. So if you haven't already, please go and like that on Facebook at the Scattered Abroad Network. But also if you're on Instagram uh, to go and to follow us there as we're going to strive to uh, put forth a collaborative effort in spreading the gospel uh, through the avenue of a podcast. And so we're striving striving to put out biblical content and all to the glory of God. Thank you so much for listening today. As we continue in season three, we've come to episode five of Weathering the Storm, and we want to focus on the example of Joshua today. So if you have your Bibles, I invite you to the book of Joshua, and we'll get there in just a moment. Just by way of of recap to remind us of, of what we've been looking at this season Again, we're looking at biblical examples of those who were able to weather the storm in hopes that we can learn from them as we strive to weather the storms that we face today. We've looked at the examples of Noah, Abraham, Joseph, and Moses. Those are four pretty powerful examples, aren't they? As we read through the Bible, we find those names mentioned time, time, and again. But today, as I mentioned, we're going to look at the example of Joshua. And I believe that Joshua was able to weather the storm of pressure. If you've listened to season one of Weathering the Storm, we we looked at this example of weathering the storm of pressure. And we used the example of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego there in Daniel, the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter three, and how they faced pressure and how they were able to overcome it. But we're going to use that same word, that same storm, uh, but use it with the example of Joshua. And that's the beautiful and powerful thing about the Bible. You can take a topic, you can take a theme, and it applies to so many different individuals. And certainly when it comes to pressure, I believe Joshua fits the bill. I believe he faced a lot of pressure, but he was able to weather the storm. And so today we want to look at his example in hopes that it will help us. We want to look at three main points today. There's some episodes where I like like to have maybe some talking points or maybe something that's alliterated for us so we can remember it. And that's what I want to do today. I'll look at three main points as we consider how Joshua was able to weather the storm of pressure. We're going to notice the pressure from the plea, the pressure from the enemy, and the pressure from the responsibility. And these three points really take us through the entire book of Joshua. But we want to pinpoint and highlight some things about him in which he was able to weather the storm 
uh, in, in certain ways. First, let's consider the pressure from the plea. I'm in Joshua chapter 1. And we read in verse 1, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. You know, there's a lot that can be said about that statement. In last episode, we talked about Moses and, and the great leader that he was. And, and he was the one, remember, that was able to overcome the storm of inadequacy by his loyalty. Uh, he was able to lead God's people out of Egyptian bondage. And, and again, we think about Moses and how he's spoken of in the New Testament in such a positive light. One who's a great leader. Uh, certainly one of the great leaders in, in the history of God's people. And now Joshua has some big shoes to fill, doesn't he? God tells Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. What are the implications behind that? I think it's interesting that the Holy Spirit here says that Joshua was Moses' assistant. There's a reason why Joshua was with Moses. You remember Joshua and Caleb, uh, two of the, the spies that went out and were actually uh, not afraid. They had great courage. And for that purpose, we remember their names, Joshua and Caleb. Joshua was one who had great courage. Joshua was one who was there uh, to, to, to help God's people. So now that Moses was dead, it seems like he's the perfect fit, the natural fit. And no doubt God sees that in Joshua. He says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you as I said to Moses. Verse 5, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. And then we have this phrase that we find over and over again in chapter 1. Be strong and of good courage. Verse 7, only be strong and very courageous. Verse 9, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You know, for Joshua, yes, he, he's facing a, a lot of pressure. Again, pressure from the plea. Here's the plea. The plea coming from God. Joshua, I need you to rise up and lead my people. You know, God could have done this, but he chose to do so through man. He chose to do, do so through Joshua. And God has always operated that way, hasn't he? Uh, through the message, of course, is how he works today, through his word. And he would rise up individuals throughout history to do his will. Some were godly, some were ungodly. But he used them to bring about his purpose. For example, Cyrus, uh, a heathen leader. Nebuchadnezzar, a heathen leader. And yet, he used them to bring about his purpose. Here he's going to use Joshua to do the same. But Joshua no doubt felt the pressure. Big shoes to fill in Moses. But here's the plea. God says, Joshua, I need you to step up. I need you to rise. I need you to lead my people. But I also find it very encouraging that, that God takes the time to tell Joshua to, over and over again, you be strong and of good courage because I am with you. I'm going to be with you. I was with Moses. I know that you saw that. Well, now I'm going to be with you. And so Joshua faced the pressure from the plea and was able to weather the storm because he did what God asked him 
to do. We find that in verses 10 through 18. And I find it so powerful that he reiterates the same phrase to the people that God said to him. In verse 18, whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words and all that you command him shall be put to death, only be strong and of good courage. Now he has the people believing, doesn't he? And that's what a great leader does. A great leader is able to rally the troops and to have them believing, believing that they can be victorious. And so and so God encourages Joshua, and Joshua in turn encourages the people. Here he's able to weather the storm of pressure by stepping up, stepping up and answering the plea, answering the call to lead. A second point that we want to emphasize is that Joshua not only faced the pressure from the plea, but he faced the pressure from the enemy. As you read through the book of Joshua, it's been called a book of conquests. That's because God's people are able to go and be victorious in battles as Joshua leads them. Of course, in chapter 6, we think about the destruction of Jericho. And in verse 2 of chapter 6, the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all you men of war. Go around all the city once. You'll do this six days. He then gives him the instruction of how he wants it to be. And so Joshua had to step up, didn't he? Imagine telling the people, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to march around this city. We're going to blow the trumpet, blow the ram's horn, and the walls are going to fall down. I wonder if he got any crazy looks. I wonder if he had to put up with all kinds of doubting and some questions from people. Joshua, what did you say we were going to do? But as a great leader, and withstanding the the pressure from those who, who possibly doubted him, withstanding the pressure from... Uh, maybe even having doubts in his own mind, he was able to weather this storm by keeping his faith and trust in God. Here's the enemy. Here's who's standing in our way. And Joshua meets the enemy head on by listening to what God had to say. By listening to God, he was able to withstand the enemy. And what a great lesson for us today. And so Joshua was able to weather the storm of pressure, the pressure from the plea, the pressure from the enemy. The third and finally, let's consider that Joshua was able to weather the storm of pressure of the responsibility. In Joshua 24 and verse 15, we have one of the most well-known passages in all of Scripture. In fact, I have this very Scripture hanging up in my house. Joshua stands before the people. And he says, choose you this day whom you will serve. You can serve the God of your fathers. You can serve the God of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But then he says this, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You know, I have so much respect for Joshua to stand up and make that statement. And oh, how the men of this country, the men of this world need to step up and say the same. But coming to you as a husband, Coming to you as a father of four, I feel the pressure of this responsibility. This is a great, a great responsibility. And so many men shirk this responsibility. So many men fail to step up and lead their families. But you know, that's what God calls men to do. Godly men will step up and lead their families. 
They'll take the pressure and they'll stand up to it. They will understand their responsibility and they'll step up to the plate. Joshua gives us that example. What a, what a storm. What a responsibility. Not only did he have to lead God's people through all these conquests, he, he also had to lead his family. And so he had a lot of pressure on him, and yet he was able to weather the storm. And it all boils down to his willingness to submit to what God wanted him to do. We come from the plea there in chapter 1. We think about the enemy throughout the book and how he was able to do what God said to do. And then when you come to the end of the book, after all that Joshua's been through, he understood his responsibility. I need to step up and lead my family. As for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord, and I'm going to lead them in doing that. And so Joshua, what a great example of one who certainly faced the storm, multiple storms, but was able to overcome the storm of pressure by trusting in his God. What are some lessons we can learn from this? What are some points of application? Let's, let's think about a few of those as we close out today. You know, we all have different statuses in society, don't we? We all have a uh, different kind of pressure that we feel. Uh, that may be a plea for you to be the best uh, employee that you can be. Maybe you're a school teacher. What a responsibility to have all those children looking to you. What's the plea of your em- employer? What do they want you to do? How many hours are you to work? How are you to work? What is your job? You think about the pressure that we feel in society, whether it's from your career, it may be whatever your role is in society. You might have a different level of pressure. But you know, when it comes to being in the kingdom, as Christians, we're all on level ground. You know, the pressure that we have on us a lot of times come from comes from within. It comes from ourselves. We put pressure on ourselves. At the end of the day, we must realize that we're just humble servants. And that's all we are to be. That's what God calls us to be. To be humble servants. To serve him to the best of our ability. And we learn that from Joshua. You know, Joshua stayed the course and he, he did what God asked him to do. And in the in the final analysis, that's what we are called to do as well. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of man, Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. He showed you, O oh man, what is good. What's the Lord require of you? To do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God, Micah 6, 8. You know, that's how we handle that pressure. There's a high calling in Christ Jesus, absolutely. But if we'll just put our heads down and be humble servants, we can answer that call. A second point of application is that we face pressure from the enemy every day. Now, Joshua faced a physical enemy, didn't he? And God's people did, but who's our enemy today? Well, no doubt it's Satan, our adversary. In 1 Peter chapter 5, and verse 8, we find that our adversary is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But you know, I think many times we fail to emphasize verse 9. Resist him, steadfast in the faith. God says, yes, here is the temptation. Yes, here is the tempter. Yes, Satan is active, but you can resist him. You can fight him. You can withstand the pressure by trusting and submitting in me and to me. In James chapter 4, we mentioned this in the last episode, if we will flee the devil, he'll flee from us. If we'll submit to God and if we'll draw near to God, he will draw near to us. God will give us a way to escape 
that we may be able to bear it. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And so just like Joshua, we face pressure from the plea and from the enemy. But we can't overcome. Finally, we, we think about the pressure from the responsibility. And I don't know your situation. I don't know what responsibility you may have. I know for me as a husband, as a father, as a minister of the gospel, as a, as a coach, I have a lot of different responsibilities. It may be that you're listening today as a mother, maybe a single mother. It may be that you're listening as a young person and, and you have a responsibility at school or maybe you're listening and you are a very dependable employee. Whatever your role may be, the most important role that you play is your role spiritually. Men, if you're listening, our most important role is to be the spiritual leaders of our home. That's the most important thing. And we don't need to lose sight of that. Is it a great responsibility? Yes. Is there a lot of pressure on our shoulders? Yes. But that's what God calls us to be. And no doubt he will be with us, just like he was with Joshua. You be strong and of good courage. I will be with you as you step up and lead. And so stepping up and trusting in God to supply the strength is what we need to do, regardless of our role, regardless of our responsibility. Let's be all that we can be in service to God. Again, I thank you so much for listening today. I hope that this example of Joshua will help us to weather the storm. And whatever you're going through, remember that regardless of the pressure, regardless of what we have to endure, God will be with us. He'll strengthen us and we can weather the storm. Thank you so much. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.